I just tried to use the excuse of, nah, I'm not feeling it about recording because I'm feeling some sort of way about it lately. I don't know why I feel like I'm turning my back on it, but I think about it. It's been one of the most therapeutic things I've implemented into my mental health, so why feel self-conscious? Is it because it's working? Is it because that that underlying saboteur in me knows it'll work and, and wants me to stop. It's hard to say. So here I am, not really wanting to record, making myself record in an effort to figure this shit out. It's been quite a journey the last month or so. Lots of ups and downs learned a lot I don't even know if I'm close to the end of my 30 days but I think I'll make this my my conclusion I guess I got the time why not let's settle in so let's reflect personally this has been the biggest month of personal growth in my life and it's been Amazing and scary and I think ultimately going to result in an amazing positive change. That's what I feel in my heart. That's that this change I've been wanting my whole life to, to undo all these self sabotaging behaviors and, and just feeling like trapped to my own crappy decisions it's like I knew they were I knew it was dumb why did you do it why did you and just feeling like not having that control I feel like that's coming to an end and it's scary because it's something I really want and I don't want this being whatever that sabotaging entity is inside me that in my psyche or whatever mental damage I might have that is causing that I'm afraid it's enticing me to feel like I'm finally going to to end that voice so I get worried that it, am I being tricked into thinking it's almost over or is it actually almost over and that's the thing I can't trust and the thing I really have to do, I think, is stop looking at this this thing inside me as something I need to get rid of. I think the reason why it's digging in so hard is because that part of me is probably deeply rooted in my abandonment issues. And if I'm going to get rid of this this dark saboteur inside me, and if it's based on on my trauma from abandonment then the wrong thing to do to get rid of it is probably try to get rid of it and abandon it I shouldn't be trying to get rid of it I should be trying to integrate it I should let it know that it's okay nobody's gonna hurt you anymore you don't have to self-sabotage to, to, to keep yourself from going out on a limb anymore that's basically what you're doing is you're so afraid of success that You'd rather sabotage it than than risk, you know, getting it and losing it. 
I think that's, wow. I think that's what the main issue is. And it's rooted in, in abandonment issues and people leaving me and being left alone and this and that. Which, I don't know if I had sexual trauma growing up, but honestly, considering where I grew up and, and things that happened around me, it's fairly certain it happened, but I don't remember it. And the honestly th thing is, I'm fine with it. I don't think that fucked me up. I think that's why my brain blocked it out, let go of it. I didn't need it. it it's something that happened to me, and I know it wasn't my fault, and my brain was able to just erase it. That's just me speculating, because honestly, it could have happened, but I don't think it did. Because there's a, I remember most of my life, and there's a big block of memory I don't have. At a time in my mom's history that we were jumping around homeless and shit, so I don't know. But it's a, it's something traumatic happened there. But I realized that I don't remember it, and I should be grateful. I don't remember it, and I shouldn't seek it out because it's not going to change anything and I think my brain knows that and that's why I locked it away because it's just like he's gonna hit me okay I'm sitting in a parking lot in Walmart <laughs> and this lady keeps pulling forward quit pulling forward she's about 900 years old don't okay just put it in park you're far enough your car is small your butt is not sticking okay okay we're good alright but still but still, I don't know what that means. But, but yeah. I gotta stop trying to get rid of this thing in me. And I gotta start letting it know that it's loved. That it's okay. Nobody's gonna leave it. I'm here for you. I think that's the inner child. From some of the readings I've been doing. Psychology and stuff. That inner child is fucked up. And hurt and locked away. Because you wouldn't be able to operate if... If my inner child was in charge. Because kids don't understand why the things happen to them. I've noticed it in my own kids. They don't. Like my son would do something and I'd yell at him and he wouldn't understand why. Because he doesn't have the context. To me, yes, he's doing something dangerous and scary. And I yelled and I'm sorry, I was scared. I didn't want you to get hurt. And he's just like, why are you yelling at me? That kid that breaks down crying that has to be locked away they learn from it they learn that okay dad's not that mad he was just worried about me they learn but that version of themselves that broke down crying at that they had to lock away because that's a traumatized version and it happens in our lives constantly over and over again we're re reinventing ourselves based on our our experiences constantly the you you are now is not the you you were a half hour ago simply based on the experiences you've gone through. It's kind of like life is a blockchain. I don't know if you know about bitcoins and stuff, but blockchains and... Eh, I'm not going to get out of that. But... Each second of the day is a completely brand new you. And you get to decide what you you're going to be in that second. It sounds oversimplified... But if you break it down and just really concentrate on what that means, you'll see it's true. At every single second, you are in charge of you. You can't control everything else that's happening around you. 
But in every single second, you're in charge of you. And you can do whatever you want. As long as you're not infringing on anyone else's free will, you should be able to do anything you want, in theory. As long as you don't break that one rule. If you want to jump up and down in the middle of nowhere, you can do it. If you want to sit down in the middle of Walmart, quietly, off to the side, do it. But as soon as you start getting in people's way and causing a ruckus, you're starting to infringe on free will. And that's why, I don't know. <laughs> There's a ton of examples you can apply this to, but basically just... As long as it doesn't infringe on someone else's free will, you can do whatever you want. And that's the biggest thing I think I've learned in this 30 days of whatever the fuck. Because I was in a funk the last week or so, but I feel like I'm coming out and, and I'm finally back on top. And I could stop worrying about this and, and torturing myself about having to post shit every day because I made some kind of arbitrary promise to myself a month ago before... I, I learned all this about myself, so... I know it's a silly... Thing that... And I don't feel bad about not sticking strict to the 30 days, but... I am very happy I did it. The self-reflection and... Soul-searching... That I forced myself to do this month has been... Life-changing. And I think that's the first time I've admitted that to myself. And saying it out loud... And what I just felt... Like an... an a ripple of energy through my body when I said it. It's been a great month. I'm so happy I did it. Take time to soul search. I know myself so much better now. I mean, there's going to be bad days again. I know I'm going to have times like I did the last week. But I think if I remember these this moment... Maybe I can listen back to this later. I don't know, but... Maybe I can remember these times... When I am feeling down like that... And realize that it's temporary. And it's not very long. Because I felt amazing and great for like a month and a half. And then bad for a week. And now I'm back up. I'm starting to feel great again. So... As long as I can remember it's temporary... I can probably endure it. I've endured fucking way worse. So yeah, I think that's my conclusion to my experiment. I think I can finally let go of it and move on to some other new thing I want to do. Some Something to occupy that mind space and that self-torture I was giving myself for not sticking strict to it. Instead of admitting that I outgrew it, I kept myself strict to it. And I think that might have been a source of why I was feeling down. It's because I was feeling bad that I wasn't sticking to the arbitrary rules that I set aside. And then started self-doubting and being like, you can't even stick to one simple set of rules for 30 days. What the heck's wrong with you? And I started doing that. And that's ridiculous. So. You gotta not be so hard on yourself. People. If you set out a goal, make it, make it flexible. Because if you make it too rigid, you're not going to be able to, to do it exactly how you said you were going to do it. And then you're going to feel shitty for for not being able to do it. So you're setting yourself up for failure. Don't do that. That's what I do. 
I'm mostly talking to myself, so don't feel offended if I'm if you think I'm saying you do that. <laughs> but but no, it's a great day. It's a great time to be alive. Unfortunately, the world is going to fucking shitty nuts. Um, the Hong Kong China thing is super important. You need to watch it. It's surreal. You need to pay attention to it because when you've got Chinese people screaming American Revolution quotes and 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 ideas and. and it's insane. America should be behind it. I don't think we should get involved militarily, but we should definitely be supporting it because it's basically what we went through. China's England, Hong Kong is America. It's just unfortunate that they're touching. We were at least across an ocean. Well, when you're right next to each other like that, it's a lot harder to break away. It's important. It's so crazy to see. Give me liberty or give me death, and 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 in the face of tyranny, quotes and it's just insane to see Chinese people like quoting Martin Luther King and and all these American ideals that we only thought we knew about, or at least from my perspective. I guess that's my own little narrow world view that. I didn't know, I mean, I know America is is prominent in the world, but I didn't know they knew so much about our history that they can quote it, uh, that they're using it as inspiration to fight against China. I mean, it's China. Hong Kong is tiny. China is gigantic. China scares the shit out of me. I mean, I was, I was in the Air Force and... Back in, even back in 2002, everyone was saying the only real threat we really have in the world is China. And militarily, we're more advanced technology-wise, sure, but they have billions of people that can be conscripted by their government at any moment. So, I mean, they'll just send people at us until we fall. I can't see us winning a war with China. And we're getting even more indebted to them, and it's going to be to the point where we're going to, we're not going to be able to, to fight them. We'll be crippled militarily, crippled population-wise, and crippled economically because we'll be in debt to China. It's, oh, it's going to be bad if we don't protect ourselves. (laughs) I don't know. There's nothing I can do about it. What am I going to do about it? Anyway, that's my China rant. It has nothing to do with my mon- month of self-reflection, but anyway, well, or any of you who have followed me in this last month, I think there's four people that followed me. Thank you very much. Um, consider this the conclusion to my experiment. I think I'm going to continue growing, continue taking on new things, but. This, this thing I forced myself to do, I, I think I'm satisfied that I've completed it. So, thank you for listening, and have a good day.